What's up, you guys? Welcome to the Dirty Blonde Podcast. I am your host, Bridget B., your friendly adult entertainer next door. Not so friendly. Depends on the day and if I'm on my period and if I'm hungry. It depends. But for the most part, (laughs) I am so happy to be here with you this week because we are going to dive into a little topic that's been coming up this week on a lot of the blogs, and that is Goop, G-O-O-P by Gwyneth Paltrow herself. What is Goop? Who is she? You can Google it while you wait, but we're going to get into it. In the meantime, as always, we're going to start off with the fan question of the week brought to you, well, brought to me by you. (laughs) If you follow us on IG at Dirty Blonde, you can ask away. And that's where I like to grab these questions because it comes from you guys. So stay tuned. I'll tell you what, you guys, this is a great week. It is so much Fun to finally be able to be out and about with all of you guys because it is Exotica Weekend. Oh, yes. If you are anywhere in the New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, Delaware, let me see. I'm blonde, so my geography isn't all that great. But if you're anywhere in that area, you need to stop by and say hello to your favorite entertainer for we are all there live and in person. I myself am signing on Friday evening and Saturday, but there's going to be so many performers from Jesse Jane to Stormy Daniels, and of course, me. Duh. (laughs) So if you haven't grabbed a ticket yet, uh, girls are free on Friday, so stop by at the Edison Convention, which is right by the uh, Sheraton on Raritan. But you can get all the info on at Exotica, which is linked in the episode description this week. And then after that, I am feature dancing in Pittsburgh at Spearmint Rhino the next weekend. It is the season. My birthday was last weekend. I wore an entire latex outfit. And I'm telling you right now, that shit was sweaty. I have so much respect for the entire BDSM, S&M, whatever you want to call it, (laughs) Fifty Shades of Grey community, because you all are the shit. For anyone who wears latex on a regular basis, there's something very powerful about it. And it's a topic that I'm going to get into in another episode, but it was really empowering, but it was just really fucking sweaty. I felt really sexy and I was walking all through Vegas. Shout out to Absinthe for totally taking such good care of my group. My, my uh, manager was Monica. She was so amazing and my she just killed it and she put it all together. And I had no idea and I was surprised with like front row seats. And they were so fun. They really took really good care of us. And then we went to Encore and we had dinner and it was just a shit show. But amongst the shit show was a latex outfit that if you go to my Instagram at this is Bridget B, you could see the outfit. And I'm thinking about wearing it this weekend, but I don't know because it's just so damn hot. 
so I'm going to have to like see just how cold it is in Jersey. So if you see it, take a picture and then tag me so I know that you were there <laughs> and let me know if you thought it looked hot. So as you know, I like to start the show with a good, juicy, sexy fan question. And this one was super appropriate for the week because of the topic. And the question was, of course, as usual, I protect the dirty and I protect the innocent or the not so innocent. (laughs) So I don't give out specific details, but you know who you are. The question is, is there an erotic movie scene that turns you on to watch? Now, I'm assuming we're going to talk about mainstream movies because obviously as a performer, there's different, as a performer, I look at porn differently, differently than you do. I myself am extremely critical and I'm looking at a lot of things that the average viewer isn't looking at. So let's take it as a mainstream question. And absolutely, one of the sexiest scenes that I've come across is from the movie Summer of Sam, which is including John Leguizamo and Mira Sorvino. Such a sexy uh, two, three minute. It's a scene somewhere in the middle, kind of, well, more of the front middle where Mira Sorvino is in a red dress and she's dancing up on John Leguizamo to the song Got to Give It Up by Marvin Gaye. Just go watch it. The movie is fun, but that scene is so underratedly sexy Now, if you know the movie and you've seen it, I would say for the majority of us that have seen it, we can all agree it's the sexiest scene ever. She's not naked. They're not sucking dick and they're not doing any of that. There is, to me, again, as a performer, I'm looking at things a little bit differently. And in the movie, Mira is quite the submissive wife to John Leguizamo and John is very much the prick. John is a dick. But in this three minutes, Mira has this found sexiness to her. She has this um, this little bit of naughtiness and this bit of you're going to do what I say. With the dance sequence, she pushes him up against the wall and she's dancing up on him and he's looking at her in the eyes of damn, this is my bitch. And that's what's sexy to me. It's the whole, what they're doing outside of the norm. And for two or three minutes, they're enjoying it. And that to me is very much the epitome of all that is sexual wellness and, you know, enjoying adult entertainment when you are of sound mind and body and consenting adult (laughs) So that to me is very sexy that you can for a couple of minutes just be entertained. So while they're going through all of this Summer of Sam situation for a couple of minutes, they're enjoying themselves and they're dancing and she's not being submissive. She's being quite the dom. So very sexy. Must see. Watch it. 
let me know as always thank you for the question and as always it leads me right into today's topic and i am very much interested in getting you guys's opinion so for that thank you so much for the question and let's get right into it so unless you're driving or doing anything like handling heavy machinery don't do the following but if you're in the company of friends and you're listening, which so many of you do, or you're alone and you have your, your iPod inside your ear, whatever the case is, and you have a couple seconds, do this little exercise for me. I want you to close your eyes. Close your eyes and let's just play word association. I'm going to say a name and I want you to think about how your cock or how your pussy feels when you hear the name, okay? Marlon Brando, Pamela Anderson, Marilyn Monroe, Sophia Loren, Salma Hayek, Jessica Rabbit, the entire cast of friends let's say hey whatever you think is sexy is up to you (laughs) okay maybe not not the entire cast of friends nix that one uh your favorite playboy model janine uh asia carrera tara patrick okay now with your eyes closed what do you think of when i say the name gwyneth Paltrow. If you're like me, you probably go, well, with every other name, the majority of us would say a little tingly. When I hear the name Marlon Brando in his in his day, when I hear Robert De Niro, when I hear Sean Connery, even I, I think of sex appeal. When I think of Sophia Loren, when I think of Selma Hayek, when I think of Pamela Anderson, Carmen Electra. You know, my pussy gets a little wet because you think, oh, you know, you're thinking sexy thoughts. It's the human body. It's natural. But when the name Gwyneth Paltrow comes up, I can't exactly say that the, the feelings of fever anywhere in my body comes up. She's, I think, stunning. I think she is very elegant. I think she's very beautiful. But not exactly the epitome of sex. Now, let's go back to the beginning of all of this because we have to be very careful in stating that I agree that not everyone's taste is the same. I've said in many previous episodes, I'm not everyone's cup of tea either. A big titty blonde chick doesn't exactly satisfy everyone's taste. And that's absolutely fine. But for today's topic, and what's interesting for me is that goop, which by the way, by definition, is slang for rude or ill-mannered, which by the way, when I close my eyes and I think of Gwyneth Paltrow, I kind of think of her being rude in bed. I'm not going to lie. I absolutely consider her and her personality, for whatever reason, to be that of 
a taker, not a giver. I feel like she's not even, she doesn't even bother to give a blowjob for more than two minutes. I kind of feel like Gwyneth Paltrow isn't someone that would swallow. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is extremely rude. But could I be so far off? Yes. Yes, I am. Because if there's one thing that I hope this entire podcast does is open your eyes to being less discriminatory on adult entertainment because that's where I'm from. For what the saying is true, you cannot judge a book by its cover. So if this is the case, then this woman, Gwyneth Paltrow, who doesn't exactly exude sexual confidence, has created a $250 million empire, all based around, you guessed it, sex. Now, I don't know if you're in the know, and I'm not sure if you're privy to what's going on um, in Hollywood, but as a performer, I am very much aware of my surroundings because I have makeup artists, and I have hair artists, and I have um, you know, directors and photographers who in fact are very much prevalent and mainstream. And allegedly it's very well known that Gwyneth Paltrow is very much the connoisseur of a certain sex club in Beverly Hills. Again, it's all allegedly, but this kind of makes sense, right? You have someone who doesn't exactly exude sex, quote unquote, a closet freak. Oh yes. And I mentioned this because you got kind of have to put all of these thoughts together for things to make sense at the end. So work with me here, right? For this empire to have developed as big as it has within the last couple of years, the headlines being so prevalent in the last couple of weeks because Goop has come out with a sexual wellness product called DTF, which if you are a Jersey Shore fan, shout out to Polly D and Vinny <laughs> and the situation DTF means down to fuck. And Goop has made a candle that was completely sold out in the hundreds of dollars called This Smells Like My Vagina. So this $250 million empire based around sex is not only created by a female who when you close your eyes, the last thing you think about is sex. Well, Bridget, who's her audience? Who is wanting this sexual wellness, the same people that feel ever so comfortable to head over to goop.com's website to buy this $500 vibrator, all because Gwyneth Paltrow and co say it's the most fabulous thing, then there lies the question, who the fuck cares? Plain and simple. Bridget, who the fuck cares? I don't care. I'm not a fan. I don't I don't uh, watch Goop. I don't know even what Goop is. Because if you're here, we're going to assume that you are a porn connoisseur or that you are at least 
mentally and physically in tune to the world of adult entertainment. The reason for me as an entertainer that this is important is because the viewer, the listener, you are the reason. You are the reason that I'm even here as a performer in a billion-dollar industry known as porn. But when someone like Gwyneth Paltrow gets an empire of this stature, gets the mainstream press, gets the, ooh, she's so fabulous. This is like amazing. Oh, my God. I never thought of using a vibrator or having a candle that smells like a vagina. Is the same group and it's the same behind the scenes of people that are profiting off the back of adult entertainers without showing the support. Because let's be real. Will Gwyneth Paltrow show up to Exotica this weekend? Hell no. (laughs) The last thing Gwyneth Paltrow will do is show up to Exotica. But she's known to go to the sex clubs in Beverly Hills with her men. It's something that is quite known and is something that, if I'm not mistaken, which is why I will say allegedly, but she has admitted to. And it seems that she herself then is, quote unquote, a closet freak who found a way to make money and do something that she enjoys. Well, more power to her, right? Great. Work smarter, not harder. So if I think about it a bit more, her fans are those that are extremely sexually curious and have found an outlet deemed quote-unquote appropriate because it's human nature to feel like you belong to something. So basically, your closet freaking the sheets compared to the typical average, I'm not saying we're average, we're anything but, but for the typical adult industry fan, we are outwardly sexually positive. We let our freak flag fly. And because we are consenting adults, why should we be closeted about it? Why should Goop and Gwyneth Paltrow and co think it's okay to sell a candle that smells like her vagina and profit off the backs of an industry that has made it possible for something as natural as sex to be enjoyed. This is quite the conundrum. Is that the word? (laughs) This is exactly why this podcast was created because of an outlet for those such as myself. So if we connect the dots, which I am an advocate for in every sense of the word, if we connect the dots, it all leads to the same end result. Having a $250 million plus empire created on the basis of basically sexual wellness goes to show you just how important it is For this topic to be embodied, for this topic to be not kept in the closet, 
for this topic to be embraced. Because at the end of the day, we are all humans. And sex is just human nature. Which always leads me to the common thread of how you choose to express yourself should be absolutely no one's business. If I want to lay in bed with my vibrator and watch porn all fucking day and do nothing, I am very much entitled to that enjoyment versus maybe someone else in wherever they are in the world thinking that a candle that smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina in the hundreds of dollars, I think it's quoted, or a vibrator that's worth 500 I mean, it better be made out of gold, is the way that they want to express their sexual positivity and wellness is none of my business. Hey, if you want to spend your money on that and not your fingers, knock yourself out. Do you, boo. Do you. And the double standard for me is that when this happens, and once again, mainstream profits off of the backs of adult entertainment is because, listen, $250 million value of a company is not chump change. That is quite a bit. And that is according to their Wikipedia, which I will link in the episode description below. So in order for Goop to have moved forward, they sought to raise millions in order to invest with, and I quote, businesses with premium brands that offer an aspirational lifestyle experience to consumers. And between the 2016 and 2019 years, Gwyneth and Goop raised an investment of about upwards in the 80 plus million dollar range from financial backers that back other businesses such as Huffington Post, Clout, and Venmo. Venmo. Hmm. The same mobile payment service owned by, you guessed it, PayPal. Oh, you mean PayPal. That absolutely does not allow anything sex related to be paid through them. For all of us in the adult entertainment have been shut down from using its service for anything. But wait a minute. Why financially back goop and say not porn up? They're both sexually positive and they provide wellness in different ways, of course. And that, my friends, is a million dollar answer. Because until porn becomes a respected form of entertainment for consenting adults, companies like Goop will profit from the same closet freaks that are secretly enjoying the billion dollar plus industry. And yet, the favorite entertainer of yours can barely keep a PayPal open due to its discriminatory terms of service. Bottom line, ladies and gentlemen, once companies that are respected, quote unquote, by the masses, support adult and adult entertainers by providing not only the outlet, but a positive approach, we just got to continue to develop our own damn thing. As the saying goes, when you can't beat them, you do it better yourself. Or 
wait, was that just me? I No, I made that one up. Yeah, yeah, I made that one up. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a wrap for this week. You know, I just, I like to bring things up that come across my way and that I think is important for not only the adult entertainment community, but for all of us who are just fans and who are looking for things to be just a little bit more equal. Don't you think? Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, any and all information will be in the description of this episode. Don't forget to follow Dirty Blonde on the Instagram at Dirty Blonde. And of course, if you are around New Jersey this weekend, come and join us at Exotica or meet me at Pittsburgh. All of that is in all the Instagram. And I have brand new merch that you've asked for. And I'm so excited to bring to you from a very amazing designer. He designed it for me and you'll get all the details on that. So just make sure and follow. I love you guys. And remember, always stay dirty. (laughs) Till next episode. Bye. This week's episode is sponsored by Good Girl Cannabis, a cannabis line created by females who thought it was about damn time that being sexy was seen as good and not fucking bad. Follow Good Girl at Enjoy Good Girl on Instagram and make sure and stay tuned for all that is coming up with this brand because it is something that I am so proud of and I can't wait to share with you. So make sure and follow at Enjoy Good Girl and the link is in episode description below.